26, 2019. Hello again. I am Mike Weiner. Hey, dude. You sound more like a, a private eye detective than a, a monster truck driver now, but it's pretty good, you know? You're doing your thing. Welcome to Backdoor Cover Endgame. Private Eye. I don't even know what that means. I don't watch comic book movies because I'm not a big fucking nerd. That's a good point. What's up, buddy? What's Brad's up, dude? here. It's Micah. It's Brad. It's Backdoor Cover. Got a lot to talk about coming to you on a Friday. Feeling really good about it. Yeah, it's a good day. Good, me too. Weekend I'm having time. a good time. Yeah, the weekend is already here, basically. It's uh, 2 o'clock as we record here, so got something to listen to this weekend. Enjoy it. You know, enjoy it. Get in the bath, whatever you like to do, whatever you're into. <laughs> good suggestion. Brad and I both like taking baths, not together, but just in general. Just really letting it out there, huh? Yes. It's Friday. My- Micah and I, full disclosure, had a couple beers at lunch, so here we go. Hashtag lunch beers. Lunch beers. Which way do we go? Where well, do we go from here? Let's talk about some sports. Yeah. Uh, before we do talk about some sports, though, we don't have a sponsorship right at the top. I was just going to get you get you psyched up, but I'm not going to do that. I do want to talk about Mind of Micah. New content out today. Mind of Micah. Micah's Read of the Week, and it's sports-related. Greg Popovich. Uh, did you see this article on ESPN.com this week about how Greg Popovich has uh, decades of time uh, eating at five-star restaurants, drinking wine, and leaving uh, five, four- and five-digit tips. I saw the headline. I have not read the article. It's but it a did tremendous look article. You could either read it, or you could listen to Mind of Micah, where I discuss it with your fiancé, Aaron Wesley, an unknown food and, uh, food and drink uh, connoisseur. She, she knows her food and drink. Yeah, so we had a great conversation about Greg Popovich. I would highly encourage you to check that out. Check out Mind of Micah. Also there, uh, on Monday I released, or Tuesday, well, someday this week I released a review of the show on Netflix, Huge in France. I thought it was really good. Is you it a good movie? That Is that the one with the France guy that thinks he's Jerry Seinfeld? Yes, he's Something Huge like in France. That. He's the Seinfeld of France. Uh, you should check that out on Mind of Micah, and then we're going to come back with Micah's my- mailbag next week. Uh, so that's, that's good. Let's talk some NFL draft, though. Let's go. Uh, Kyler Murray. Goes number one to Arizona. It's the second straight Heisman Trophy winner from Oklahoma to go number one. Hey, I just thought of this. Was So we're talking about Baker's the other one. Were yeah. they both transfers into OU for one year to win the Heisman then to go pro? Yes. And the reason they transferred is because they couldn't get the starting role at their, the, the universities Didn't that they were at. did play two years at OU? Am I wrong That sounds that? right, actually. Yeah, because yeah, he, both he was behind um, Mahomes, Mahomes at Tech. But Kyler, Kyler Murray what, was he benched? Why did he leave A&M? Do you know? I forget what the deal was. Isn't that him. odd, though, that two people would transfer to OU and become Heisman-winning first-round draft picks? If I was a quarterback, I'd probably think about going to OU. No Sounds shit. Sounds like Lincoln knows what he's doing over there. Yeah, I don't know how Lincoln can't be just bringing in five stars left and right. It seems like it's a no-brainer. You go there, and you're the number one draft and the Heisman yeah. winner. Impressive. Uh, Kyler Murray... Uh, I will say this: a terrible, terrible fashion choice. Did you see that? You saw his outfit last night. Yeah, not so good. Like a weird three-piece pink suit with pinstripes, a terrible tie. Uh, Barrett Dudley, our good friend Barrett, on uh, the Club Cool Instagram. He's a fashion uh, expert. That's right. He broke down all of the things that Kyler Murray did wrong, and there were many. The tie being the worst, it was just brutal. Kyler, get the fuck out of here with that. That was trash. It makes me want to not root for you. And uh, I already didn't want to root for you anyway. But so shouts to uh, shouts to our man Cliff Kingsbury, who uh, he got his guy. 
he said like a year ago, like I'd tap, I'd take this guy number one, and he, he sure did. This suit is pink with pink pinstripes, and then it has like Chick Fil A like cow riding on the inside of the 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 uh, coat. Like you can see like it's just awful scribbling. Like it's just awful. eat more chicken is I think is what it says inside of there. Maybe. Anyways, sponsored con. Uh, other stuff in the first round. I mean, we could break down every pick, but there's other places you guys can go to listen to that. Obviously. <laughs> Uh, I will say the the biggest surprise seemed to be Daniel Jones, the quarterback from Duke, going to the Giants at number six. The first quarterback drafted. Oh, second after Kyler, obviously. Yeah. Uh, people seem quite surprised by this. Uh, the Giants, Dave Gettleman, their GM, has been openly saying that, oh, we're not going to take a quarterback, and we believe in Eli. Or maybe he didn't say we're not going to take a quarterback, but we believe in Eli, and Eli's our guy, and Eli, 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 Eli. And then they they took this guy at six, uh, which seems like a bit of a reach. Uh, that seems to be the general consensus. So do you know the backstory of this? So so the coach at Duke, yeah, also David coached. Yes, he also coached Peyton when he was at Tennessee and Eli when he was at Old Miss. Right. And they, I guess, he is comparing this Daniel Jones guy to the the best of both worlds with the Peytons. He's saying he's like mentally tough and that he's got like I don't forgot what part of Peyton's characteristic he had. Maybe he sells Buicks. I don't know. But that's what they're saying is he's the next Eli. I don't know how Eli is is Eli mentally tough. Is that what he's known for? He looks I, like he's, he's mentally slow. He's physically tough. Yeah. Uh, I thought he he, was he mentally, never gets hurt. Uh, but yeah, no, he yeah. seems mentally slow. I'll give you that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a head scratcher. Uh, Giants fans were pissed off about it. I saw something on ESPN. Bill Barnwell did a piece. Bill Barnwell's great. Where he said that the ESPN algorithms thing says there's a less than 5% chance he's going to be an NFL star. Wow. And there's very little evidence that, that points to him as being a better than average NFL quarterback from his, his three years as a starter. At Whoever Duke. wrote up that algorithm is a fucking nerd. That is some dumb shit. No Anyhow. Doubt. Anyway, uh, it seems like a weird mistake. The Giants selected Jones ahead of highly regarded outside linebacker Josh Allen, a move that wasn't particularly well-received as fans at the team's draft party booed heavily. Allen was then selected by the Jaguars at number seven. Ouchie. Uh, A little more on Jones. There was a range of opinions on him. ESPN's Mel Kuyper had him ranked 23rd on his board. Todd McShay only had him as 59th. So hmm. either way, taking the guy sixth seems like quite a. I mean, you could probably trade down and get him later. Well, they had a they had a pick at seventeen. Oh, they didn't even need to trade down. So it seems weird that they would have done this. Um, they must have some sort of inside knowledge that somebody was going to take him, right? Somebody must have fancied him. Who for knows? Whatever I'm not reason. really sure they know what they're doing there. The <laughs> the guys in New York, Gettleman seems to be a total clown. I'll just say that. You know, it, they seemed like they were going to be good like three years ago. And they had like a winning season, and then after that, they have just been a straight dumpster fire for like. Yeah, they've been a clown show. Yeah, um, yeah. The other quarterback taken, Dwayne Haskins, out of Ohio State, goes fifteenth yeah. to the uh, what? What I read was a hometown Redskins. He said, "Quote: I'm more motivated than ever. There's a bigger chip on my shoulder. The league done messed up. I'm right down the street, so we're gonna go do it right this time. So it's crazy. So uh, congratulations to him, I guess." It's a tough break for. Didn't they trade? They, they've got some weird quarterback situation because they have Alex Smith, who but he broke his leg and like, may never play half. again. Who knows? Yeah. And didn't they they traded for uh, for Case Keenum Is this off season? Colt McCoy had another surgery this week. He's sort of the established number two, uh, and then Case Keenum is there. So who knows? So Haskins is starting. That's what you're trying to tell me. He's, he could be. I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, 
Case Keenum is like two years removed from being one of the best quarterback, taking the the Vikings to the NFC Championship game. You're talking about Colt. No, oh, no, no, Case Keenum. You're Case right. I Keenum, you were not McCoy. Case McCoy. Yeah, no, like, he's he's that, two years removed from selling real estate. Yeah, in Case. Yeah, he's been selling some real estate. Fucking noodle arm. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah, starter Case Keenum, second string Colt McCoy. Sorry to interrupt. And you. now Dwayne Haskins fits in there somewhere. The Raiders, uh, the big story leading into the draft pick, uh, had th- are leading into the draft. By the way, the the Giants also traded up into the first round and had three first round picks. Mm. Uh, six, seventeen, I think it was twenty nine. They took a corner. They probably could have got him in like a third round. This Daniel Jones guy, right? Isn't that what's the basic? I think that many people thought he'd be a first round pick, but they could have gotten him at the middle of the first round, perhaps. It was a bit uh, the Raiders were the big story leading in. They had three first round picks. They took. Uh, Clemson defensive end uh, Kellen Farrell at number four. That's a good pick. That guy's a monster. We'll get back to that in a minute. Okay. They took Bama running back Josh Jacobs at 24, a guy who could never actually hold down the starting role at Alabama. Granted, he's surrounded by big talent. He's a and monster. And Mississippi State safety Jonathan Abram at 27. The thing about the Clemson pick at four, this is essentially the pick that they had that they they traded uh, – mm. This is what they got for Khalil Mack? Well, I guess Mack was the 27th pick because the Bears were good, or the 24th. But they got a Bears first-round pick, and now they've now they've like drafted a new defensive end of the future. But they already had one of the most dominant pass rushers in football. I guess they just, they're just setting the clock back, though. Like, if it was... If he was if he was to end up being as good as Khalil Mack, which there's very little chance of that happening, right? then this is a smart move because they're rebuilding. But that's probably that's not going to be the case. Risk. That's a big That's a big jump. Um but yeah, I think he is going to be it, good. They're studs. They're good. They, I think that the Giants also, uh, in the middle of the, the in seventeen, took a, another defensive lineman from Clemson. But he was the one that was suspended for the championship game because he was on steroids or some sort of He's positive drug test. Weed, yeah, I don't think it was weed. It was, oh, really? It was, it was supposed to be a, uh, a performance, performance enhancing. enhancing. It could have been like a GNC thing, or it could have been fucking growth hormone. Who knows? Uh, the other antler big, spray. The other big news: our boy Drew Locke undrafted in round one um he got a lot of FaceTime on tv though did he yeah yeah he's a handsome dude yeah that's a tough break for him i'm sure he'll probably go early this is one of these deals where like now you got 24 hours to make all the trade calls you need somebody will jump up into the second round early and pick him what's the where do the when do the uh patriots pick again that would be hilarious if they like i snuck thought there in was a chance they would pick him at the, at the end, end of the first round yeah. last night but they gotta find somebody to replace tom brady sometime i don't even know who their backup is either like they're gonna have to they might as well draft for <laughs> for depth um okay. anyways well that's that's pretty there's our draft recap yeah if you want more draft stuff go find bill Bornwell or somebody <laughs> who uh who studies this stuff a little bit more consult uh, the uh, algorithm on espn yeah we'll see what happens uh other nfl news pat mahomes is uh, officially announced as the cover athlete of madden oh boy which uh yeah means something he's to got some, tight hair it means something to some people and i believe the madden curse has already hit because tyreek evans or tyreek hill i'm sorry Tyreek Hill has been barred indefinitely from all Kansas City Chiefs team activities until more is known about an audio recording that aired on a local TV station in which the star wide receiver's fiancé accused him of abusing their three-year-old son. But I thought he was pardoned of this. Yes. And now it's back. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. I think it was two days ago. The district attorney for Johnson County, Kansas, uh, announced that no charges would be filed against him. And then mysteriously... This audio tape recording 
was leaked to the media the next day. Holy shit. Uh, and let's see. Uh, and everybody's just finding out about it. He's been uh, not allowed to work out with the team at the moment. The Chiefs have not made a decision at this point uh, because they're doing – here's here's the tape. This And I had actually heard this, but earlier Thursday evening, KCTV in Kansas City aired part of an 11-minute audio file in which his girlfriend tells Hill – when asked about an injury to the child's arm, the boy replied, Daddy did it. Hill denies any role in what happened to the child's arm, saying he he says Daddy does a lot of things. She then said a three-year-old is not going to lie about what happened to his arm. Was Daddy, it like broken or was it like yeah, scratched it was a or broken what? Arm. Daddy oh did God. it, she says. He is terrified of you. Hill responds, and this is not great. You ready for this, Brent? Yeah. According to the recording, you need to be terrified of me too, bitch. Oh, yeah, that doesn't really. That's go not good. Well, this guy had a civilization doesn't accept that. Tyreek Hill also had a uh, history of domestic abuse from college. I, as I, I, do, I did know yeah. that. That's why he was drafted so late. Yeah, she says that you. He kept saying, "Daddy punches me," which you do when he starts crying. Oh God! What do you do? You make him open his arms. You punch him in the chest. If he gets in trouble, you get the belt out. You're shitting. We're me. talking about three year old. You're reading yeah. this right now. Yeah, this is. Oh this my is, God. This is what aired on the TV. Uh, we're getting into it, Daddy. You're mean, so we walked up the stairs. Blah blah. It all and it's, they dropped <clears> charges <throat> against him before that came out. Obviously, yeah. okay. I I would assume that they so after they dropped charges, she was like, "This is fucked." I'm I'm releasing this to the media. Uh, this is this is some wild shit. So it's not great. And uh, so you you could say this is the Madden curse already happening. Or you could just say that's criminal behavior. That's insane. Yeah, this is unbelievable. ESPN does mention they are unable to independently verify that this is true, but it seems unlikely. That the picture that they put up on the news coverage—it looks like he's wearing like his prom suit, and she's wearing a girl power T-shirt. It's very odd. Some, some real. Uh, it's not good. Wild stuff here. It's really, really sad, terrible shit. <laughs> because we really like watching Tyreek Hill play football because he is fucking exciting, but he seems to be a tremendous. I don't usually take a stance on these things when they like people call for people to be suspended for this. This is one instance where I'm like, I would be uncomfortable watching a person that's punching a three year old in the chest. Especially like, that one with does a, bother me. Especially one with a history of domestic abuse before. Like, almost all the other stuff, like yeah, that's it, the domestic abuse and the violence and all that stuff. Like, it's messed up, but it's not like a child. Like that's like next level serial killer psycho shit to me. So I don't know, man. That's crazy. Not great. Not good. It's not a good look. Well, you know what is good, Brad? What's that? Hiring people. Oh, yeah? For your business. And the best place to do that is LinkedIn. LinkedIn Talent Solutions, my friends. When it's time to make a hire for your small business, naturally you want to find the best person for the job. Odds are that person is on LinkedIn. Everybody knows that. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to get matched with quality candidates who make the most sense for your role. LinkedIn Jobs uses knowledge of both hard skills and soft skills to match you with the people who fit your role best. People come to LinkedIn every day to learn and to advance their career. So LinkedIn understands what they're interested in, what they're looking for. This means that when you use LinkedIn jobs to hire someone, your matches are based on so much more than just a resume. Your LinkedIn job matches are based on skills and background, sure, but also interest activities and passions. Matching lets you get I'm sorry, matching lets you get quickly uh, to a group of the most relevant, qualified candidates for your role. That way, you can focus on the candidates you want and the ones you want to spend time talking to so you can make the quality hire that you're excited about. Customers rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering hires. Brad, what does it take to be number one? 
a whole a, lot. A, 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 a. That's oh. a Nelly uh, reference. Yeah, I wasn't listening to you. Post a job today on LinkedIn.com slash BDC and get 50 bucks off your first job post. That's LinkedIn.com slash BDC. Save $50 off your first job post. LinkedIn.com slash BDC. Like backdoor cover. Be number one. Let's talk some NBA news. What do you say? Let's go. John Havlicek is dead at 79. That was surprising, wasn't it? Yeah. I didn't see this coming. He uh, he was great in the uh, Basketball Love Story documentary that came out this summer. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, it's so good. It's 20 hours long, but it is amazing. Adam Silver released a really nice, considerate statement for his family and friends and the NBA, and it was good. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like this came out of nowhere, right? Like they didn't, it, it wasn't like he was sick for a while and like this happened. Are you familiar with kind of how that it all played I, I out? Yeah, I hadn't heard that he yeah. was sick, but me either. That's what old people do. They die. Uh, shouts to Havlicek. Um, the numbers are out for the top jersey sales in the NBA this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, LeBron is now number one this year. He's jumped over Steph Curry. Uh, obviously, LeBron in uh, new Lakers gear is going to be number one. Curry, number two, followed by Giannis uh, at three, Kyrie at four, and Joel Embiid at number five. They should charge extra for Antetokounmpo if they got to use all that stitch on your back your your jersey. It's a good question. Yeah. All right, that's, that's a good point, Brad. Uh, let's talk about some hoops, some playoffs, some some action. Let's go. You were there last night. The Spurs crushed the Nuggets in San Antonio last night. I was there up in the nosebleeds having, having a great time. I saw a picture uh, your fiancé uh, posted. Y'all were way up there. We were. We yeah. were quite high. Bird's eye view. It's good. It's a good view. You can see everything. Our you. seats were higher than giraffe pussy. <laughs> that is a good state. They a were good cheap, quote. though. Uh, they were cheaper than giraffe pussy, too, huh? Yeah, it was cheap. Uh, it was something I just like got a, after game four where it was like decided that there would be a game Did you six. scalp or did you buy them in advance? No, after game four, I got like an ins- I saw something like on their Instagram, like tickets available for game six. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I wonder how much they are. And I like hit two things on Ticketmaster. And I'm like, 30 bucks. Shit, we might as well go. Yeah. So we did. Paid 20 bucks to park. Yeah. And uh, paid 20 bucks for some big beers. $15 a ticket and $20 a park. Well, they were 30 bucks a ticket. But oh, still. I got you. We were in the building. Total. We had a great time. Um, go Spurs. They won. Go Spurs. I, shots somehow the they won. Uh, Jokic played amazing. He like yeah, 42 he had 43, points. I think. Something like and, that. Yeah. And like 11. 11 or 12 assists and nine or 11 and 12 rebounds, nine, nine assists. assists yeah, almost had a triple double. Triple double yeah. He's a monster. He is a it's beast. fun to watch him play in action. He has so much um, touch on his passing. He sees the court so well, like the vision. It is just weird to see a, a seven footer run the offense. Like it, you see it on television, but the angles in person to watch him pass over right. people. And you see how fucking big he is, even from the seats that we were in. You like can he's tell, a, like he's a, he's a giant man. He's he's big. He's bigger than anybody the Spurs have. He's bigger than than uh, Pertle, uh than any of these dudes. And he and he's just running things. It seems like, <laughs> and he was getting buckets anytime he wanted last night. It seems like they've got to find like somebody who can bring the ball up the court and like really get him in position to be a facilitator because like he's obviously the playmaker for that team, but he's not a ball handler. And so there's just well, like kind he of a handles miss. the ball pretty well too, but, but he's I not agree. about he's to not be create. inbounding it and bringing it up to half court. Right. So Jamal like, Murray had an off night. Um, he went seven for eight. Paul Millsap was just killing us last night, which is how old is that guy? It's a great question. I don't know. I think he's been all-star a couple of times and I feel like he just always merged the Spurs and he had like 12 points in the first quarter. He's, he's just our age. wrecking us. Yeah. Um, so 34, 34, yeah. But the old. Spurs really played 
Derek White is is impressive. We made shots. Bryn Forbes made shots. Uh, the Spurs did it, and it feels good. And then LaMarcus and DeRozan both had great games. So Game 7, Saturday night, the two best words in sports, Game 7. Rudy Gay had a great game, too. Rudy Gay played well, too. Yeah. Uh, game seven Saturday night at nine o'clock Central Time, ten o'clock Eastern. I, it's crazy to me. Why are they making the them so late? late. The tonight's no game's late too. I think it's like yeah. ten Eastern or something. They're normally later on ESPN for some reason. I don't know if Game mm. Seven is on ESPN. I don't know. Um, and you're going to be at a wedding, so I don't even know who I'm going to watch the game with. That's tough, buddy. I want to just you know drink a lot and eat pizza and stuff. So we'll see what happens. It's a good plan. Uh, Warriors and Clippers game six is tonight in L.A. on the Clippers home court. The Clippers. Just stole one from the Warriors in Game 5. I predicted uh, a Warriors win, so shouts to the Clippers. Doc and his guys are really making it happen. They've won two games in this series. They could win tonight. I don't know what the line is. Um, so the game that they – the previous game that they just stole from the Warriors, the lineup – their starting lineups to begin with here, they're, they're starting three point guards, a, sh- a strong forward in Danilo Gallinari, and then a power forward in Jermichael Green. That is – some outside the box thinking right there. They don't even have a center that got a minute in the game, uh, the last game. So you just figure, let's go small as we can. And without Boogie, there's no reason to put a big man, big slow lumbering guy on the floor. They've got Patrick Beverly playing like basically small forward for him, and he comes out and has 14 boards and a bunch of charges. He put up. Let me see. He had 17 points. So Beverly's crazy. Do you want to guess what the uh, what the line is on tonight's game? What? In in LA, take a guess. Mm, ten. Wow, the Warriors are nine and a half point favorites on the road. Yeah, in uh, I in mean, LA. But that's what it is. Like th- this Clippers team is like overperforming by the most epic proportions you could possibly think of. Like they're so overmatched, it's hard to even imagine that that they've won two games. They, this is this is the best team in the league for the last what five years, three years. Yeah. It's just hard to believe that an eight seed could push them to a game six, possibly a game seven, if they can steal another from home, at home. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Did you see the shots of uh, Steve Ballmer in the crowd? Like, is he losing fucking, his mind? Yeah, just laughing and jumping up and down. And well, he wasn't jumping up and down. He's like back in his seat, like putting his arms up. He had that goofy look on his face. It I was would, great. I, I'm starting to get all in on Ballmer. I think he's a how your life would be so good if you were worth a billion dollars. And the Several most stressful thing of your life is you get to sit on the sidelines at a basketball game and be mad about like people. You he's hired worth to, several billion dollars because he wrote a two billion dollar check. Like he just like pulled it out of his checking. No account. problem. Yeah. Yeah. These other guys. Uh, the guy who owns the Rockets, um, Tillman Fertitta, like leveraged like all of his businesses. He owns it. It's like Magic Johnson, like fifteen people bought the Dodgers. Like usually, these are groups of people who are purchasing things, right? Yeah, they've they've tweaked some of the rules in the NBA because there's like thirty people that that own uh, like bits of the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> so now, like you have, have to own like at least ten percent. There's some rules. I forget what they are, but uh, he just wrote a fucking check, a personal check. Like, even the other rich guys that own the teams by themselves, Tillman Fertitta, like, he p- took out loans against every asset, asset he, he owns right. to get the money. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Ballmer just pulled it out of his piggy yeah. bank. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No he biggie. just wrote a personal check. It's crazy. That's G. Uh, so that's game six tonight. Uh, that's worth uh, worth keeping tabs on. And uh, game seven tomorrow, as well as game one of the Sixers and who are they facing? Uh, Sixers and Raptors. Is that right? I thought it was Boston. Oh, it's Sixers in Boston. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's also Saturday uh, Saturday evening. We have a hotline. 
uh, last week we talked about how we didn't understand the Rock the Babies uh, celebration that Russell Westbrook was I still was don't doing. understand. Am I about and to find out? And we said, somebody from Oklahoma, call in. And guess what? Somebody from Oklahoma has called in. Here it is. Here's our hotline, 800-392-6344, 800-392-6344. Here's the explanation on this. What up, Backdoor Cover? This is Patrick. I'm originally from Tulsa, Oklahoma, living in Austin, Texas right now. Here to explain the Russell Westbrook Rock the Baby uh, this kind of started when he had twins a few months ago, um, but it basically just means that uh, he's a lot stronger than a lot of his point guard opponents, and a lot of times he can back him down uh, in the paint, do a little fadeaway action, usually get a bucket that way. And, you know, it's just an alpha show of dominance over his opponent. Just rock the baby on him, you know, put put the, uh, the, buck, the basket in the bucket. So uh, there you go. So long story short, he's big dicking him. That's exactly it. I wonder if it's because he has he has twice as many children. He's trying like at one time he's claiming that his sperm is twice as strong. I don't know. Uh, some Russell, alpha shit. That's some next level alpha shit. You know, that Russell, mental. That's guerrilla mental warfare. If anybody was on some next level alpha shit, it would be Russell. He's Westbrook. like my sperm is stronger than your sperm. Yeah, I'm gonna rock, rock baby. my baby on you. So thank you for that hotline call. And, you know, if you're ever in Austin, you want to buy us a beer, we're around. So it's Philly, Toronto, Boston, Milwaukee. Right. To get things correct. Okay, 800-392-6344. We'll talk more basketball, uh, and we'll have some second-round stuff on Monday when we'll be back Monday morning. Let's go to uh, America's new favorite golf segment, the butter cut. The greatest golf segment. In the world. Yeah. What do we have? We're at the Zurich Classic this weekend in New Orleans, correct? Yes, that's correct. And this is an odd format. This is not your traditional PGA Tour event. This is a team uh, tournament where two two players are matched up with each other. They play different types of of rounds throughout uh, throughout the tournament. So they start, they do two rounds of best ball, which means each player plays his own ball through the hole. Whoever has a better score, that's what the team cards. So if one gets a birdie, one gets a par, they, t- they take a birdie. Right. The second two rounds are alternate shot, which is every other shot. Obviously, you one, one partner hits. Well, I love the alternate shot. You do like that one? Yeah. I like best ball better because then you get to play every shot. Yeah, but alter- alternate shot is fun because it's so different. Like, that is true. You never play that. Yeah, it's like you're hitting. Like, it, and that's like sometimes dudes play scrambles or whatever. Like, if right. But nobody ever plays an alternate shot. Like that's that's just fun. If you're playing with lefty and he's hitting the ball in the in the in the shit and you got to escape all the time. I don't know, man. I'm not trying to play for 18 holes and then hit half the shots. That's a shitty deal for me. That's okay, how so I, that's, that's how I personally. Those are feel. rounds three and four. Uh, yes, the second two rounds are alternate shot. Um, some names of note. Usually it's not like a huge field in this. It's kind of like a wacky format, so they don't typically get all-stars playing in this, but they've got some pretty de- decent names on the uh, docket this week. They've got Sergio Garcia playing with Tommy Fleetwood, Jason Day, and Adam Scott forming the Australian power combo, whatever. Uh, Henrik Stenson, Graham McDowell, and then Brooks and Chase Kepka. And Brooks is like a... A really well-known name. His brother has been on like the um, what was it called? It's like the tournament. It, it's one of those like second-tier European oh, like, oh, golf okay. tournament uh, leagues. It's called the Challenge Tour. Second-tier oh, men's professional cool. golf tour. To play with his brother. Yeah, that's why they play it every year because they get to play together. So you can always count on, on the two of them playing together. Um, yesterday rained out. There were like super long rain delays, so 
everybody's playing like a round and a half today. Should be a ton of activity, but not a whole lot of stuff happened uh, yesterday. So uh, they are playing at TPC Louisiana, which Micah and I have actually right. played before. It's like one of the few times we can speak personally about a course. Shouts to, shouts to uh, my friend Mark Allen, who uh, was at the thing, but it got rained out last year. Oh, he was there? Yeah. He got wet? He posted a bunch of fit, photos of his kids, like, hiding in the clubhouse. There's alligators everywhere across this course. Yeah, this course is uh, fun. It it's exotic, man. It was exotic. It wasn't as hard as I was expecting. It I totally agree. It was nice and kind of like, it We was were thinking open. it was going to be brutal, but... Um, it was brutally hot, but we played in the summertime God, it whatever. it was muggy, too. Yeah. I mean, it's New Orleans. But, like, you're in the swamps. Right. And there were gators everywhere. It was... Uh, there's like signs that had like an alligator, a snake, and then some sort of insect that I wasn't able to identify. Like it looked like Jurassic Park, like on the side of the cart path. That beware of velociraptors and shit. But uh, yeah, man, Louisiana's fun. There's really not a better place to go to a bachelor party. That's what we were doing there. We went there, ate good food, drank ourselves silly, played a little golf. Life was good, man. It's the best. Yeah. New Orleans is the goat. Shouts to uh, shouts to everybody that has been your buttercut. Do you want to tell the story about me almost wrecking the golf cart? Yeah, so we, we're, we're playing, and we've been obviously drinking for hours, many hours. We're getting towards the end of the round, and we're looking out for alligators. We're kind of acting like assholes. We're having a good time. Micah hits his ball at the top of this hill, so we have to drive the golf cart up to the, like the crest of kind of a dangerous hill. Not dangerous for people who are not inebriated, but for two dummies who've been drinking all day it was a little dangerous i mean if you're scared yeah and i was scared and i was scared rightfully so because micah comes down this thing and he's like instead of taking it at an angle he went straight down thinking that that was the move that was the move and it was slick and humid as shit and there's alligator dumps all over the course like there's no there's no traction for these tires and the the cart starts to slide left as we're going down this hill and i'm losing my shit and the cart starts to tip, and Micah does the most athletic fucking thing Wait, I've ever seen in my life. Wait, you the part where you fucked everything. Oh, you mean when I pulled the wheel? Yeah, when we're driving down, <laughs> and like the, the cart, like I'm going straight down the hill. As He's fast going as I can. straight. I'm like turd, and it's wet. And as Brad said, there's alligator shit everywhere. That's funny, but instead of like, like if you're just riding, if the cart starts going sideways, but like I was just gonna let it self-adjust that's what the cart was going to do eventually it was going to started catch. to drift and i tried to, to drift i tried Brad to help reach down from the passenger side and grab the wheel and yanked it to the right <laughs> and when he did that then i reached and overcorrected to the left and it, that caused the 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 at the top of the cart to topple over to topple and it started rolling over basically. but it did not roll over because micah did this fucking bizarre move where he did like this backwards roll out the side of the cart and while it's sliding down the hill catches the roof and throws the cart back upright and then lands in the driver's seat and then continues to drive like as if nothing happened and like i'm having like a near heart attack i had to yank the wheel and like yeah, i wish there was camera or you know there was a camera on this because it was some amazing footage i'm glad we lived and then we went to the strip club it was all right it was just all right we we lived we had a good time though so shouts to everybody at the Zurich classic yeah, watch out for our tire marks on number 17 or whatever that <laughs> Wherever was. Wherever it is. Uh, we don't have any other hotline calls other than Will in, in Detroit, but nobody wants to hear from Will again. <laughs> uh, Will in Michigan. Will keep called calling. Several times. Keep calling, but we're, we're doing okay. 800-392-6344. Of course, you can call that number as well if you want to leave a question for Micah's Mailbag, the hottest new podcast on the Mind of Micah feed. Uh, 
ask one question, I will answer it. We've got some hotline calls that we're going to answer next week. Uh, last week, we read some reviews, and we asked for some from you guys, and guess what? You guys brought some. I'm going to read some. We got some, huh? Here's one from Greg in PDX. Micah brings it in the introduction, and it gets better as the cast evolves. Funny, intelligent, irreverent. What more can you ask for? Greg and PDX, go Ducks. I don't think I've ever been called irreverent before. Yeah, that's huge. And then here's one from Brandon123472, who said, Socks beware. You misspelled beware. Uh, scorching hot takes that will piss off all the socks out there. Michigan fans, you've been warned. I think this guy is confusing Will in Michigan, the guy who calls the hotline, and Will, from Will to Freeze from Michigan. The sock. The sock. But I appreciate the call. Do you I think he meant to say the, uh, be aware? No, I think he meant to put beware together. Because being aware socks, is beware. Beware in three different words, like Coco beware, the professional wrestler. I'm with you. Although I don't know who Coco is, but I know what you're saying. Anyway, that's... Uh, Thank you for your, uh, for your ratings and reviews. You guys are really doing us yep. huge favors. Please continue to do it. Leave us five stars. Uh, say anything you want. We'll read the funny ones next week. Michael will call you out if you misspell shit, though. Watch out. That's true. Uh, Brandon, one, two, three, four, seven, two. He's got integrity. He's not letting that slide. All right, fam. I think that's pretty much it, Brad. Where can the people follow you? Bradley B. Key on Instagram. Bradley Key on Twitter. We will be back Monday. Where are they going to follow you, morning. though? Oh, you can follow me at Michael Weiner. M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R. It's We've a good follow. enough plugs, but always check out uh, Mind of Micah. Wherever you listen to podcasts, stuff is really heating up. Again, great story about Popovich today on Mind of Micah. Very good. Uh, and, of course, if you're looking to hire for your small business, check out uh, LinkedIn.com slash BDC. Do it. LinkedIn.com slash BDC. Save 50 bucks. Why wouldn't you do that? All right, then. We'll see you guys Monday. That's it, and that's all. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.